Welcome to the podcast that's all about empowering women so they can have a thriving career as a mother. This podcast is for high-achieving women who want to have a successful career without sacrificing quality time and connection with their kids. Get insights, tips and strategies about doing work you love by leveraging your natural gifts and superpower as a mom. It's time to change the narrative around being a career mom from one of struggle, sacrifice and stress to something that's empowering, uplifting and rewarding. Thanks for listening and join me on this journey. Hi there and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today I wanted to talk about something that was prompted by a question that someone asked me and that question was, how do you trust and believe again after what's happened? And my answer was that you just decide that you're going to. And I know it sounds so simple, but there are a few steps that can help you to come to that decision and actually truly, truly own that decision. And I wanted to break it down for you here in this episode. So what happens is that usually for a lot of us, this whole idea about trusting ourselves or others and I want to talk today really about trusting ourselves and having belief in ourselves because that's relevant to creating the life that you want and getting the outcomes and results that you want. So of course, whatever I'm going to say here, it is relevant as well in helping you trust, kind of trust someone else and believe in someone else. But I really want to talk about it as it relates with you, because I think that this is a very crucial piece of the puzzle. If you find that you are doing all the things and yet still not getting the outcome that you want or not having the life that you want, I think maybe this could be something you could look into. So most of us don't actually have a very healthy level of self-belief and trust. For those of us who are not where we want to be, something is blocking us at a very unconscious level. And very often that thing that is blocking us is our lack of belief and trust in ourselves that we can actually create that result that we want. On some level, over the course of our lives and things that have happened in the past, we have somehow come to the conclusion that we don't really have all that it takes to create the life that we want. On some very unconscious level, that is happening because our un unconscious mind, which runs 95% of our actions, cannot live with an opposing thought. What I mean is whatever you believe on an unconscious level, your mind is going to find evidence to prove it. And in order to do that, it's going to make you do things to continue to reinforce and keep proving to yourself that that is real. You might on the conscious level 
tell yourself you are fully capable of going for whatever you want, creating whatever results you want. That's 5% of your mind, by the way. If the remaining 95% of your unconscious mind thinks otherwise, that you just don't have what it takes, you're not capable of it, you have to depend on someone else, look at all the things you've done in the past that you failed at, that you tried and you went for, but you never got it. If all of these things are happening at the unconscious level, your brain is going to go and look for evidence to prove that you don't have what it takes because 95% is just far too powerful to overcome the 5% of what you may be rationally, logically, consciously telling yourself, even if it's the opposite of what your unconscious mind is saying. So if we know this is the case, then we want to make use of that 95% to help us, right? Why spend all our effort on 5% when we know that's not really going to move the needle very much? I would rather spend my energy and effort kind of making use of that 95%, learning how it works and, you know, just using that 95% to give me the feel, give me the power, give me the momentum to create the result that we want. So how do we do that? Well, the first thing is going back to that concept or that idea about self-belief and trusting yourself that you have what it takes and making a decision that this is so. I think the first step is just deciding that that's what you want to do. Because for some of you who are listening, unconsciously, you're already processing this. And by the way, your unconscious mind decides up to seven seconds faster. So your mind's already made up on an unconscious level before you're even consciously aware of it. So some of you might be listening to this and thinking, no, that's not true. Or maybe, no, I don't believe this. Or, nah, she's, she doesn't know what she's talking about. They, she, you know, she doesn't understand my situation. It's different for me. We have to, first of all, get to the point where we decide, yes, this is what we want to do. Yes, I want to create the results I want in my life. And yes, I believe I have what it takes to do it. On a conscious level, let's start with that 5%, because if you don't even have that, then it's really kind of hard to go deeper to your unconscious mind, right? Consciously make a decision. This is what it is. And then let's get to work on the unconscious mind. To get to work on the unconscious mind, first of all, realize that whatever version of you that you want to create, it's really up to you to create. There's no such thing as the truth. When it comes to people, when it comes to how we see ourselves, there is no truth. You create your version of the truth for yourself and then make use of that 95% of your brain to go look for the evidence to prove yourself right. So you want to create a version of yourself where you are fully capable of doing everything that you want to do, of living the life that you want to live, of feeling the way you want to feel, of everything that you want in your life. You want to, first of all, be able to have that idea in your mind by making a decision and then you know, tell your mind to go look for evidence to validate this, right? And the way to do that is, first of all, 
I mean, let's be real, right? Sometimes we're not in a place where we feel that way. And that's all right. You know, take your feelings as an indicator of what's actually going on in your unconscious mind. Whether it is a positive feeling or a negative feeling, it's fine. Just acknowledge it. Just see it for what it is now. Label it if you can. That's even better when if you can label it, label it. And then just let yourself, allow yourself to feel it. Maybe you don't believe it. Maybe you feel that you don't have what it takes. That's fine. Acknowledge it and see it for what it is. The next thing you want to do is then really ask good quality questions, right? Because once you ask a question, your brain just goes to work to find the answer. So let's ask good quality questions. And what I mean by good quality questions is questions that are going to direct your mind to look for evidence to prove that the answer is true. Very often what we do, whether consciously or unconsciously, is we ask very bad quality questions. We actually direct our mind to go look for evidence to prove to ourselves that we don't have what it takes. We look at all the things that did not work out. We look at all our failures. We look at all our attempts to do the thing and get the result we want and how it didn't work out. And then we get dejected by it and demoralized and discouraged by it. And of course, our unconscious mind is therefore going to go look for evidence to prove that that's true. It's this thing called confirmation bias. It's going to keep looking for more and more evidence to reinforce that belief until you get to a point where you don't believe in yourself and that becomes your version of the truth. So since we know this is what's happening, right, unconsciously in our mind, we need to change the questions and ask good quality questions that direct our mind to go look for evidence to prove to ourselves that we can do it, that we're capable, that we've done things before, we've achieved things before, we've gone through hard times before, and we're still sitting here listening to this podcast. So we somehow manage to work it out and figure it out to still be here. So you want to ask your brain questions like, what have I done? What have I accomplished? What are the things that I've succeeded at? What are the things that I had so much fun doing? How did I help someone else? All these things that are going to help your mind scan for all those memories that prove to yourself that you have everything that you need to accomplish things, to create success. So that's really quite an important um, step, right? To ask the good quality questions. And then the next thing is action, right? Because obviously everything that's just happening in your mind, although it's happening very quickly and it's very powerful, you want to create that reality in your physical world. So you need to do something, right? But what is the something that you're doing? Very often, for many of us, we go back into our same old routines. We go back to our same automatic behaviors. When we get upset or someone, um, you know, makes us really annoyed or triggered or a situation we're presented with um, shows up, we tend to go back to the familiar actions. We tend to go back to the automatic behaviors and do the same things that we've always done before. And we know if we do that, we're going to continue to get the same old, same old results. So we really need to do things differently. So the next time, again, take your emotions as an indicator, as your cue of what's going on in your unconscious mind. The next time your instinctive reaction is to behave in a certain way, 
Just take two seconds, five seconds, and take a few breaths, and then just do the complete opposite. This is something that I've done and I've tried, and it really, really works. I mean, it's been working for me, is to notice that, okay, this is my instinctive reaction that I would want to typically do. And then what I do is I'll do the complete opposite of that. So if my instinctive reaction is to lash back when someone says something, is to, you know, come back with a really sarcastic line or something, this time I would do the complete opposite. I will either keep quiet or I will acknowledge the person and I will say, I appreciate what you're saying. I I did, really didn't intend for, to make you feel this way. I mean, I just do the complete opposite of what I would usually have done before. And what happens is that, you know, if it's someone who's been around you, like familiar, right, friends or family, they might sometimes initially be a little bit surprised and caught off guard because that's not the behavior they're used to getting from you. And it's th- it, they're going to be a bit like puzzled, right? But over time, you will see that because you've changed the way you responded as opposed to just instinctively react, they will then change the way they respond to you. And that sets the wheels in motion for things becoming different in your life, the results becoming different in your life. That action that you're going to do, whatever it is that you're going to do, really be aware about what you have always instinctively reacted to automatically and do differently. Do the opposite thing. The next thing is really focus on your growth. Focus on being aware about what's going on. And sometimes in terms of wanting to, you know, create a new story for yourself, it takes time, right? I mean, it does take time because certain things are not going to just happen overnight just because you did it differently. You are going to still be in the trial and error experimentation mode because you are trying to create things in your life that you've never done before. So expect that certain things aren't going to go exactly as you imagine it would. It is just part and parcel of this thing that you're trying, whenever we're trying something out, some things are not going to go the way we expect it to. But instead of then making up a story that you don't have what it takes, maybe change that story and focus on how it's helping you to grow. It's helping you to gain the skills you need to therefore get closer to the outcome that you want. That's a different story you can tell. So focus on your growth. And it's like, planting a plant, right? It's it's like when you put in the seeds, you have to water it. You got to wait. You got to wait for some time for it to grow. So that's also the other thing I want to say, which is to be patient, to wait, because there is a right timing for things. And that right timing, it's right because it's going to be perfect for you. You need to be in a place where you are prepared for that growth or for that outcome. Because if you're not prepared to receive that result and outcome, then it's actually going to be counterproductive. Say, for example, you really want to have, you know, make a lot of money or have your business be very successful or have a wonderful career. And this is a personal example, right? I have stepped into a role that I wasn't prepared for. 
it was too big of a step for me at that time. And it ended up becoming very stressful for me, number one. And the second thing is, I didn't do very well in that job because I was so unprepared. And this is what I mean by, by you need to trust that there is the perfect timing for you and the period of waiting when you're experimenting and you're trying out, that period is your period of growth that will prepare you so that you are fully prepared. And when the right time comes, then you can really reap all the results and really enjoy all the results that you have created. Okay, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so that more women can find it and benefit from it. To learn more about how you can thrive as a career mom, come to my free masterclass, Thriving in Career and Motherhood. Go to SharonSingSidhu.com forward slash meetup to register. I look forward to seeing you there.